Left. Right. Yo, what's up, my friends? Thank you for joining us. This is an interesting episode. We're talking about liquor. We're, uh, we're a little liquored up to begin with, so uh, we struggled to get through this one, and I'm struggling to edit this one. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully you agree with us on our liquor uh, ordering. <laughs> but uh, let me know, and I will see you guys on the other end. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. <laughs> Cheers. 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 My name is Justin DiGiulio. This is Sip Talk. Welcome to episode 122. I'm joined by Adam. He's in the band, Adam Sindaband, also uh, out of my basement in New Jersey. Took a long time to get him out here. He's here. He's trapped. <laughs> doors are locked. He's not going anywhere. Also joined by David Boswell, political scientist in, uh, where are you now, San Diego? Sunny San Diego. Sunny San Diego. And it is sunny there. It's dark as shit here in New Jersey. And it looks like James, the Bosnet of Boswell, is now joining us. Stand by for James' video and audio feed. There he is. Woo! Yeah, we made it. He's here. He's here. James, out of Charleston, South Carolina. James, the Bosnet of Boswell. James is a philosopher. He philosophized <laughs> about all the accounting things, all the bartending things, and all the refereeing things. That's what he does. James is an expert in the fields that he has pursued. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's here to join us. He's here to add some dry commentary. Uh. <laughs> hey, Buzz, these, uh, these numbers don't line up. These deep, deep <laughs> commentary. Um, so it looks like uh, Lisa says she tends to gravitate towards the whiskey. That's how I know you're not an alcoholic, Lisa. The whiskey tends to gravitate towards me. On that note, we're celebrating the Olympics, Japanese style. Tonight, we got some habiki. We're very happy. I hope this is open already. I always... I got <laughs> Otherwise, it'll be a long cast. <laughs> uh, we got this bottle. Uh, we're going to adjust. We got two bald guys here. A lot of glare. Um, we're going to let him... Yeah, why does that always seem to be the case? Always look like Mr. Clean on top of my Because head. you're always bald. He is always bald. So, so don't be a baldist. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust our call in. I'm gonna adjust our call in number. Thank you guys for joining. Let's move this around. Wait, uh, wait, we'll wait. Go up on top of the David here. Are the lines lighting up? The lines are lining up. For questions, you gotta if you want if you want to throw a live comment, you can join us with a live audio. You gotta text the number 212-239-1839. If you're watching live, it's there. Hit that number, shoot a text. We'll bring you on. We'll send you the link. We'll be happy to have you. We'll be happy to entertain your spirit request if, if you if you if you call that line and you name the spirit we will drink it we got a fully stocked bar sat on the floor here in my basement holy cow adam pop the bottle is this gonna be like the the, the podcast equivalent of murder by twitch chat well unfortunately <laughs> i don't know what that is how adam does and i don't think he, i think he's just laughing I'm just laughing at that intro that like sounded like we're like launching like a new football team. You got guest appearance, Tori's Tori shouting you out. So 
That's Hi, Tori. So How are we you doing? Can, you can actually catch the comments oh, here, sweet. which is okay. nice. Hi, Tori. So point yourself some over here since we're celebrating Japan. Uh, I think that's good. That's good. It's got a little reminiscence of the last glass of scotch I had a couple of days ago. Um, so we should get sponsored by this. So we should, you know, put this, put this link over here a little bit. No, no, it doesn't work. All right. So uh, let's talk about what we're drinking first here in Japan. I mean, New Jersey. We're drinking Habiki. Cheers to that. <laughs> He's got a half ice cube. We're, we're, we're working out the kinks here. All right. Here. Cheers. Got some nice uh, German Cheers, old glasses. David over there on the left coast, what are you drinking? Uh, Evan Williams bourbon. Evan Williams. All right. Actually, on my list of the drinks that we're talking about drinking tonight. Yeah, we're talking. I wanted to talk about it, so I wanted to have it. Tonight, we're going to talk about levels of... Uh, Basically, like the superiority levels of, of uh, spirits. Adam's cracking ice all over the floor over here. James. Very difficult. What are you drinking over there with your wide angle lens? Bush ice. Bush ice. Now, that's always. Now, a- I was drinking other things earlier, but um, bush ice is what we're going for the cast. <laughs> so we've been speculating that you were on a date, which is why we're running a little late tonight. Is that accurate? Somewhat. Okay. Ooh. And you cut your date short. To join us, yep. Priorities. Yes, I, I can. <laughs> I completely understand. So, um, you think she'll be listening to this podcast right now? I really hope not. Uh, it'd be awesome, so we can talk shit. But either way, <laughs> um. So, although if you guys are watching, if you guys are watching on TikTok, we want to know TikTok. My eyeline is over here. I'm sorry for that, guys. Uh, I want to know what your favorite spirits are. Instagram, Tori, you've got to tell me. Lisa, Wendy, Phil, Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Carrie, Rodriguez. I want to know what your favorite spirits are. So if you're a vodka drinker, what is your favorite brand of vodka? If you're a whiskey drinker, what's your favorite brand of whiskey? If you're a scotch drinker, what's your favorite brand of scotch? I want to start it off right before we get deep, deep into this topic. What, what's your favorite? What do you think is the, the top of the line when it comes to vodka? David, we're going to start with you top of the line when it comes like if, to if, pop, if I, you were if you're like i want to i want a nice that's the of worst of spirit to pick sure uh, yeah it's really hard because like i can't tell the difference after spedka so spedka i'm good with spedka oh i could tell the difference from a spedka and not oof i can't if, if you wanted to throw a nice bottle on the top of your bar that you weren't going to open up what, what bottle would that be uh i would get some uh fine is an aviator supposed to be good or is that only gin I think that's gin. only that's a gin. Maybe gin. they have a vodka. Well, fuck it, then I'm just gonna get gin because I don't like vodka, so I'll get aviator. <laughs> All right, that's a fair answer. Right, uh, I agree with that. So uh, vodka is a really tough one because good vodka is not supposed to taste like anything. If I'm gonna drink something, I want it to taste like something. I'm not just drinking to get drunk. Yeah, vodka is one of those spirits coming from my background of bartending. Is like. You're using vodka to cut a drink in terms of flavor, but not reduce its alcohol content. So, like, you just want something that's not going to add any flavor to a drink. So, as long as you're dealing with a vodka that doesn't have a taste to it. And so, I agree with the derv here. Like, anything above Svedka level is fine. What if you... Now, so you're not a vodka on the rocks type of drinker? No. I am. (laughs) The only yeah, time I would drink vodka on the rocks is like if I'm looking to punish myself. Ask an alcoholic or ask a bartender what alcoholic drink is. It's vodka soda. 
But I mean, so, here's or, or, or basic here's a, bitch. Here's the times that I, I drink vodka. One, I don't mix with anything. I'm not a big vodka cocktail drinker. But what I will say is, is there's been some times that I've had some bad days where I'm just like, I need to come home. And I'm not like, I don't come home and drink half a bottle of vodka. vodka. But what I will do is I'll come home and be like, all right, I want something strong. I want to taste, I want to taste this, you know, something fuerte. And uh, I want it in my, uh, you know, I could, I could, if you could put it intravenously, I would. But what, uh, what I like is a nice bottle of Belvedere. Um, and, and as far as I'm concerned, Belvedere, Grey Goose, what's the other one? Putin or something? The, uh, Putin. No. Uh, so here, here's a great story about Grey Goose. <laughs> when Grey Goose originally debuted, they were selling for like $15 or $20 a bottle. And their sales were absolute garbage. So what they did is they rebranded themselves. They didn't change the drink at all, but they rebranded themselves as an ultra premium vodka and doubled the price. And then all of a sudden their sales went up. Brilliant. And I think that's a, and and that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. But the point is that like their vodka didn't get any better. Their marketing did. So, so here, here's my thinking. Sorry, we're leaning into each other a little bit. We're, we're our mouths are aimed at the same, uh, same. Market. I don't want to get too close to something that's cylinder shaped. That's when our heads touch, when our powers unite, <laughs> all right, Captain Planet erupts, right? It's wide bore. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'd like a Grey Goose or Belvedere. That's a pretty smooth vodka for me. Uh, mm. And then, uh, and then maybe I'll do like a Stoli or a kettle one a kettle one it's great or what's the other one tito's for me stoli kettle one tito's kind of second level as far as i'm concerned now I, they also pretty much taste the same to me and then you hit like the georgie or the absolute or uh what was the one you guys just mentioned new amsterdam new yeah. amsterdam. Yo, they, they make decent vodka and gin and then new gin. amsterdam gin is my go-to gin that's great on the topic of vodka, I normally, I mean, at least in my crowd of 20 year olds and 30 year olds, like when we drink vodka, it's, it's more like to, the teenagers, and not to right? say that you guys are not also in your twenties and thirties, but just in a normal situation, like people are going to have vodka. They're not doing it on the rocks. They're doing it like with cranberry juice or they're doing it with Red Bull or they're doing it with soda or maybe tonic. But to me, I never found a vodka to be something like I'm going to have it on the rocks like I would like whiskey or scotch i'll drink a vodka on the rocks i'll even do gin on the rocks but i won't i won't do okay vodka so let's so let's move to gin because that's a better topic when when it comes to flavor and when it comes to actual substance can i bring up a point though before you do that no and and it'll help that i'm cutting your mic Wow, now that cuts you right. too. So <laughs> please wait, do, no, please wait, do, do it. This is do this it. is where it's working. For me, I I don't think that drinking is more about just like what I'm in the mood for, but it's also a timing thing. It's totally about sort of like a what you're in the mood for at the time of the day. Because like if I'm by like a pool at like 11 o'clock in the morning, especially come down to like Charleston, South Carolina, or like when was know, the last time you were in Charleston, South Carolina? I have no idea. I drive through that state. I don't I don't hang there that much. I don't know anyone there. <laughs> I know James. I don't know anybody there. I beyond beyond James. I don't I don't know anyone else there. <laughs> Hold on to this. So so for me though, like I think that that would be a great place. Like have a gin and tonic, like next to a pool, like you know before noon. You're chilling out, maybe some rosé. But I don't think like like for me, I feel that I've become an expert in like understanding like when you should have a cocktail at certain times of the day. 
So like I'll maybe have a vodka if it calls for it at a certain time of the day or maybe late at night to have like a second wind if I'm out at a club or something like that. But I don't know. That's my perspective, at least. I don't know what anybody else thinks. Second wind out of a club is four loco. <laughs> it's second Hell win. no, that's second, a heart attack. Second wind has to have uh, <laughs> some caffeine in it. I said four loco. <laughs> that was a polite way to put this. Yeah, caffeine. Caffeine, so, yeah. Uh, let's get into the gin, and I and I feel like the the Bos the Boswells have some opinions on the gin. New Amsterdam is mid tier. Mid tier, I would agree. Well, well then what would be? I would call it mid to low, but but it's not bad. It's right, just, so that's I, mid. Actually, Evan Williams of so Evan Williams bourbon is Evan Williams gin. But what about he, beef eater. Hold up, hold up. The issue is it doesn't, it doesn't have a sexy bottle. And that's where they're no, it does. You're wrong. It's got a nice square bottle. It's nice geometrics, nice clean lines. You're wrong. The new Amsterdam bottle is nice compared to Tangeray. Tangeray is just a cylinder. Better than Tangeray by far. It doesn't hold up to Bombay Sapphire. I'll give you that. Okay. I think New Amsterdam and Bombay Sapphire are really similar in terms of the geometry. It doesn't doesn't have the blue tint to it, which makes Bombay Sapphire cooler. Agree. So, what would be what would be your top what would be your top shelf? Bombay. Uh, it's this really, really, really fancy gin out of one of the Spanish islands, Menorca, that I drank a lot of when I was there. I have a third of a bottle left. And what's it called? Somewhere. What's it called? Uh, I can find it. Take so you it don't away. even know what it is? No, I, I could, but it's going to be in Catalan. It's uh, uh, Gin Zoriguer. X-O-R-I-G-U-E-R. Gin Zoriguer. Sure, you get a little bottle. So for me, I like a good, I like a good Hendrix gin. It's got a lot mm. of, a lot of flavor to it. Uh, it tastes like pine needles and and juniper berries, which, which is a, which I really enjoy. Uh, that got deep. No, it's but like I think poetry. <laughs> no, but it, it's, <laughs> I think of our upstate New York uh, water that we used to drink, and and uh, you know some of that tastes a little like pine needles. I, I was a big fan of the water in upstate New York. Uh, when it comes to gin, you know, the juniper berry is really the flavor that you're kind of going for. And I like a Hendrix because it's good and clean and, and it tastes like juniper berries. It's that kind of essence of pine. But I don't get as strong of an essence of that in the other gins. It just kind of, you're, you, now you're just kind of playing with the heat level, the gasoline level of the gin. Oh, I agree with that. Right? Like okay. the, the more fiery it is, the kind of more shitty of a gin that it is. Have you guys tried aviation oh. gin from Ryan Reynolds? No, but I, again, I'd take that over any vodka. I'll be honest, too. The bottle design alone, like even if it sits at your bar, it's like, I think it's like 25 bucks, 26 bucks for the bottle. It's a nice looking bottle. And it's got, to be honest, it's actually pretty smooth if you mix it with maybe some soda or even just on the rocks. I found it pretty impressive. Um, I'm, I find Bombay really good just on a mixer. I can't drink Bombay on the rocks. I don't find it that good. Brooklyn gin or Hendrix. I yeah, can Brooklyn drink gin is disgusting. Brooklyn gin is a I gin. I like I, it. I love the bottle. It's a really cool bottle. It's got a metal emblem on it. And, uh, it's got like this two inch kind of circular metal emblem that people kind of pop off the bottle. It's a, it's a nice solid chunk of metal and it's a nicely designed bottle. And oh, I really good. wanted to like at Harlem Public, which is my my favorite bar in Manhattan. 
they serve people water and they use the Brooklyn gin bottles. They, they'll give you, you know, they'll throw a bottle of water on your, on your table and it comes in a Brooklyn gin bottle, which is kind of cool. Obviously it's water, which is misleading, but, well, uh, yeah. but the bottle looks cool. The bottle looks cool, but it's actually really crappy gin in my opinion. I've, I've never, and I wanted to like it cause it's a cool bottle, but I just. Does that get confusing when they do bottle service and they drop off a bottle of Brooklyn Not gin? that kind of bar. No, no, mm-hmm. not that, not that there, kind of bar. There's no bottle service. I've asked them to just give me a bottle to the table and they, <laughs> they constantly, constantly refuse. Uh, David James, if you'd like to, if you'd like to address your fan club. James has checked out. Oh, Maria. No, no, no. I was looking at the uh, the Brooklyn Gin bottles. But yeah, Maria, uh, we're, we're happy to have you here. And um, I guess to uh, the chat, if you guys have a particular favorite brand of liquor, then uh, let us know. And we can either affirm or deny your decision. <laughs> what could what so so uh why why did maria not want to say hi to justin what's the feud about maria tell me i didn't know there was a feud i just thought i was being ignored no but well, i think it's of... usually that justin's just wrong oh uh, well that does tend to happen I, I i in full disclosure i work with justin so i i know how that feels it's tough Some when personal experience with this when you're in charge you're always right and you have and and, and you're lead, especially when it comes Dude, to buy like, a boat and be right please. When, it, when it comes to leading the podcast <laughs> And leading the company, you have to let people think that they're right, so they stick around. And that's that's really, you know, I can say this in good company because you guys are all in the same boat. I'm just the captain, so I know where we're going, but I'm going to let you guys pretend to steer. That's that's a wonderful, sweet, cold sentiment. Um, yeah, I know where we're going too. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like the opening sequence to Gilligan's Island. All right, so here, here we, we don't got, have an engineer. We, we got we got gin, and we like Bombay. We like Tangeray. We like, like New uh, we like New Amsterdam, but we're calling New Amsterdam medium tier. I have New Amsterdam's New your Amsterdam budget drink. I, I have not had New Amsterdam. I, I I I don't know why, but I just I haven't felt the com- the compelling need. I gotta I gotta handle a New Amsterdam here. Uh, James, what did you just say? I'm just saying that if you're looking for a budget gin that will do the job, um, New Amsterdam is your pick. I agree, and it's not bad. It's not a bad gin. So my question is, what is a bad gin? What's a what's a gin to avoid when you go to the store? Mr. Boston. Really? Um, why why are you so incredulous about that? I mean, I just I know what it is, uh, but uh, I I always wanted to like it. That's uh, I'm a big fan of Boston as <laughs> like a city. So it's like the guy, in the, you know. I'd li- I'd li- Wait, what what about the what is it? that's so bad about it it's well so it's strong, about it's like, about 13 dollars for a liter of it oh so, so it's like it's new a, english basically it's just like malt liquor i think seagram's makes a gin yeah they don't do. don't do. don't do that either yeah uh so seagram's uh mr boston what else is a bad gin i think crystal palace might actually make a gin too good i remember i remember <laughs> crystal palace vodka so when it comes to getting drunk in high school that you know, Crystal Palace was the handle that you could get for like fifteen dollars. No, less. <laughs> this sounds horrible. So it, it, was, it was. Sounds like this sounds what, like what I would want to like kill myself with. What when, when I played drinking games in college, Crystal Palace vodka shots were the punishment for losing. <laughs> uh, so we have on on the TikTok chat we have Rush. Stoli vanilla with Diet Coke. The thing about mixing drinks with Coke. 
when it comes to the flavored vodkas, Diet Coke, for whatever reason, is always a better mixer. And I think that's because not, not Coke Zero, not Pepsi Max, but the actual diet isn't as sweet and it's got kind of a weird flavor. So you have to overcome that flavor with a super sugary flavored liquor. And I'm not shitting on it. I, you know, uh, the Stoli vanilla with diet, I imagine tastes probably just like regular vanilla. That just sounds Coke. like hangover central, man. That j- I just feel like I'm going to wake up and feel like I get hit by a bus. So what, Stoli vanilla and Pepsi diet. Yeah. So I, it, I'll, tell it you, is. I'll tell you a story oh. about, um, cherry Coke. Oh, and no. uh, let me get this thing over here. I'm going to, I'm going to, what? This, and this and, and five I, olives, cherry. Yeah, yeah this, so th- th- three. three olives cherry vodka. If it was five, I wouldn't be here. The three olive cherry vodka <laughs> and the uh, and the diet coke is a combination that, for whatever reason, a friend of mine discovered it at like a TGI Fridays, like fifteen or twenty years ago. Shared that, and then we drank that for about two years straight. We were we were big Jack and and diet coke drinkers, but for whatever reason, we switched over to this sugary substitute, the three olive cherry. You mix that with diet soda and you can't taste the alcohol. It actually just tastes like cherry Coke. I like how you say discovered. Well, for, I mean, you, you can mix other cherry vodkas with diet Coke and it doesn't taste like cherry Coke. This particular three olives brand cherry vodka, when you mix it with diet Coke, it's not like you can't mix it with a Coke zero. You can't mix it with a diet Pepsi or a Pepsi max. You mix it with Coke zero and it actually tastes like a regular cherry Coke. It does. I know. It got me into real estate. And uh, there was one night, Adam, you know, Adam had been laid off from his job. This is like late 2014, I think. Learned for my horse. I got, got, <laughs> got laid off from his job. And uh, I had a, a bunch of Diet Coke in the refrigerator and I had some cherry vodka in the freezer. And he came over and we drank half, we drank half, of, we drank half a liter or maybe three quarters of a liter. I mean, we it was a handle. drank whatever the entire bottle was at that rate. I think there was like this much left. And uh, and it was it was a, a fun time. And I said, look, here's what you're gonna do. On Monday morning, you're gonna get dressed like you uh, you know like you're going to your regular job, and you're gonna show up in my office at at nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, just like it was your regular job. And I don't give a shit if you just look for jobs on Monster and Indeed all day, but you're gonna you're gonna get get showered and get your ass out of your apartment and show up like you're a regular working person and you're going to keep the momentum and, and rather than just being a bum and being depressed you, you're going to keep the momentum and show up and and somehow he turned into a real estate agent eight years later i lost all my hair and i'm still here um but that being said i i am a bit curious out of the drinks we've mentioned so far would any of you choose any of those liquors on a date Ooh. Good question. So what's your date go-to drink? And I'm curious. Derv knows this answer and he's going to hate me for it. No, but before you guys answer, I just want to put the question out there to everybody else. What cocktail would you have on a date? Because you could pick a certain type of cocktail and get super fucked up before the date even like gets really into it. And then halfway through the date, you're just completely plastered. Maybe that's fun for a date or two, but like, it's not a way to continue. So what's so what's the point is what's your date go to drink? Actually, Instagram, Francis, Vin Benji Pal, uh, Maria Salas, Lisa, Pixie Gal, Jess six nine six nine. What are your uh Damn, Jess. What, what are your out there? What are your go to date drinks? That's what I want to know. I know what mine is. 
It just seems ambitious, the two sixty nines. I mean, you have to get two other people. <laughs> Listen, three, that means really. he's up for round two, man. That's that's it's actually it's a, it's actually just three nine eight nine. It's a Ica. <laughs> just three nine eight nine Ica. So I imagine that's like March 9th, <laughs> 1989. But I, I, I like reading. Rosh's comment. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. You, you have addressed all five Instagram followers. So, Lisa, James, you're going you're gonna to appreciate this. Lisa says the whiskey sour or our personal favorite uh, 20 years ago, the Midori sour. Midori sour is a great drink if made properly. How could it be made improperly? I'm curious. So if you've it's ever, made too sweet. If you if you've ever watched like a Ninja Turtle movie where they have this like ooze, this green ooze, uh, that's when that's what Midori sour looks like. I just want to address the fact that Justin just used the word ooze on the internet. Let's move past that. Um. So anyway, go ahead. It's a melon melon liqueur. It's right? a, it's, yeah. It's a melon liqueur, and it's uh, it's got some lime juice in it, I think. Ooh, and some simple. Does it, no, it can't have simple syrup in it. Midori is a, a liqueur. Yeah, so, Midori is basically simple syrup. James, yeah, Midori James, already like sweetens yeah, it up it, enough. That's, that's my point. So, James, what is a Midori sour? It's gonna be. Well, it's gonna be Midori sour mix, ice, and you shake it up. That's about it. So James and I, when we were 15 years old, uh, found this bottle that was full in uh, the liquor cabinet in, in the dining room of my house. And we were like, this is the fucking coolest looking bottle ever. It's in the dark. It, it glowed in the dark. It was this glowing green bottle. Like uh, an absinthe bottle? Yeah. Yes. It, it looks like more, what you think radioactive, like. But much more radioactive. And... Uh, did we have the internet at that time? I don't know how we how we decided to make drinks out of that, but uh, yeah, the internet existed back then. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Justin well. likes to think he's fifty-seven years old. That's that's <laughs> that exp- that that would be a better explanation for his baldness. <laughs> so, but we made some we made some Midori cocktails, and they were they were very good cocktails. Well, and eventually, what we settled on was like 50-50 Midori and lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, because Midori is too sweet. It's just too sweet. So I want to know, guys, what are your go-to date drinks? And those of you who are watching us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, what are your go-to date drinks? David, you're up first. Last place that I went for a drink with a date was a pretty cool little place two blocks away from my apartment in Sacramento. Um, little speakeasy-ish place. James went there at one point. Ace of Spades or uh, Shady Lady? Lady. Shady Lady, and they have cocktail menus. Like you don't order, ooh, I want this brand of liquor served this way. I got a penicillin, which is a scotch drink with lemon and ginger, and it's really quite fantastic. A penicillin made right is actually a, a, a good drink. And the, the bar has a penicillin. Did you order it, or was it on the menu? They had it on the menu. Oh, really? Yep. So it, it's definitely a cocktail bar. Oh yeah, yeah, very cool. So that is cool. I uh, I got a thing about about drinks. If I if I go to a busy bar where there's like the bar is two or three deep, I'm gonna order a two or three ingredient like a Jack and Coke, right? Like you're ordering a simple drink. But if, that's if, basic if, bar etiquette. That's basic. Yeah, obviously you want to make it easy for the bartender. Also, you want to get your drink fast. 
But if you're going to a bar where the drinks cost $18, $20, you basically can order pretty much anything you want. And obviously that depends on the time of night and the location. I was at STK two weeks ago and SDK, I realized, was not a cocktail bar, even though the drinks were $21 each. Uh, the old-fashioned I ordered was a, was a, a shaken whiskey over uh, a, a cherry with uh, a garnish with lemon peel. To and, be honest, the color was look, looked like a rusty nail satin, it, so you probably would need a penicillin nah, shot. Yeah, it, it, lo- it looked like a rusty nail sat in a glass for a day, and they just, they just poured it over uh, a cherry and uh and threw some or- orange garnish on there so it wasn't it, they definitely weren't up to snuff with their cocktails but you should have go, ordered a red eye if you they would they wouldn't have known what that was so if you go into a, if you're going to a bar <laughs> that serves cocktails you want to order a, a good cocktail and i like depending on what the menu items are like sometimes i just they make up their own drinks which is cool if their own drink menu sounds good but if it's twenty dollars eighteen twenty dollars a drink you should be able to order uh, you know, what did you, you know, penicillin, a Manhattan, a Boulevardier, a paper plane, uh, you know, drinks, drinks, you know, along these lines, I think are, are reasonable in order from there $20 a pop. James, what about you, man? What would you go for? If you wanted to show <laughs> off on a date, though. Dare's already holding his head because he knows what's coming. Because he pulls the shit at a hole in the wall Italian restaurant, which is, I didn't know it was a hole in the wall. You saw it. How do you know you walk into it? a hole in the wall? It's like it, it just it has a definitional look to it. Uh, they were James, they were charging not hole in the wall prices. Well, was there was there? San Diego. Uh, was, yeah, that depends on Go. the market. Was it white tablecloth? There was no yeah. tablecloth. Uh, yeah, so then probably not. <laughs> so what did you order? Hemingway daiquiri. Uh, the real Hemingway daiquiri. So. Uh, let's readdress the Hemingway daiquiri because Hemingway likes daiquiri strong with, uh, with really no, with no sweetener. What's the Hemingway daiquiri again by your book? It's going to be rum, grapefruit juice, and Luxardo. It should be like three to four ounces of rum, a squeeze of grapefruit juice, and like four drops of Luxardo. Is that about right? Maybe the way Hemingway liked it, but that's not going to be a very tasty drink. <laughs> That is the way Hemingway liked it, by the way. But a Hemingway daiquiri is a, a little bit on the sweeter side, a little bit more grapefruit juice. And I think uh, I think it's, what is it, three for one with the Luxardo? So, th- so three ounces rum, one ounce Luxardo, one ounce uh, grapefruit. And I'd probably do like a two to one, like two ounces rum, one ounce Luxardo, and then like an ounce and a half or so of grapefruit juice. And that's shaken over ice? And yeah, and I'd probably ash a spl- uh, add a splash of orange and maybe a little splash of triple just to sweeten it up and smooth it out a little bit. So it's, it's not a Hemingway daiquiri. I, I'm telling you how I would make it, not how like the classic recipe goes. Because classic recipes daiquiri. always require, in, in my opinion, taking a classic recipe and updating it to make it more palatable is a good play. Cool. Fair enough. But yeah, so, so you're on a date. You're going to order a Hemingway daiquiri. Yeah, then I'm going to be showing the door. <laughs> uh, by the so. bar or by your date <laughs> yes. both uh, all Jesus right Christ. but that's a good drink there's a good drink and it really shows that uh you're a bit suicidal and very well versed in drinks and just make it make it on the date when you're making drinks at home and not out so, so I, why I, do you I'm welcome gonna... 
So I'm going to throw it down and get a bit deeper than you guys did, because I think it also depends on the kind of person you may be going on a date with, but I would maybe go for a spicy margarita or I would do a Negroni or maybe an old fashioned. It just depends on the kind of chick that you're with. I think it also depends on like kind of where the date is and like what kind of night you're having. I just think that like, honestly, like if you're, if you're with like a, if you're like going out with a woman, that's not, if she's just looking for a fun time, I would probably go and like do a spicy margarita and do some tequila shots. And what if you were really trying to prove who you were as a person, Adam? Oof. Oh, See, really that's why I was laughing. Is because if, if you're trying to like take the, the name of a cocktail and make like, hey, this is my signature thing, not really sure I'm broadcasting with antibiotics. But yeah, I would penicillin. I would, I would, <laughs> you're gonna need this eventually, babe. <laughs> I would, but no, like I think a big go-to drink for me, honestly, like a really cool cocktail is a Negroni. If it's made right, I think a, a well-balanced Negroni is actually a great drink. Um, not a fan of anything Amaro, so I'm gonna disagree. Really? See, I like a good uh, gin Negroni. It's me. It's, it's if, yeah. If I had to pick a mixed drink off the bat and I didn't know the bar, I probably but I knew they could make cocktails. I pr- I probably would go with the Negroni because it's a simple enough drink to make, and it's a good. It's a heavy hitting drink. If I was, I for the most part would just order a glass of scotch. Um, if I thought it was a decent bar. I might do an old fashioned. And if I wanted something sweet, I would go in with the Negroni. Yeah. The problem is any like a Negroni though, definitely it, it is a really sweet cocktail. So maybe you don't want to have too many of them too, which can kind of make you a bit reserved because you're going to be punished in the morning from a hangover. Um, so probably it, it's a way to also kind of reserve yourself and not have too many drinks all at once because i've definitely done that and you know five or six negronis deep the next morning is uh rough to say the least well it's kind of hard to get out of bed so let's uh let's hit the whiskey and the scotch let's level up on the whiskey <laughs> and the scotch real quick um well, for everybody listening at home you gotta open that right oh, no, do that again oh, sorry just trying to get some asmr here that was shitty. Hand. That was terrible. Yeah, you, oh, not... I'm in a bad angle, guy. You all see at home. I'm in a bad angle here. It's a bit. We're hard trying to. We're trying there. to pop the bottle of Japanese whiskey in front of the mic here. Ready? We can hear it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was that was almost there. Hang on, I hit the. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Ready? Yeah. All right. There you go. So it's opened up. Um, top top tier scotch, David. What's up? Top tier scotch is tough because it's expensive. I don't really drink it too, too much. My go-to scotch is a handle of Johnny Walker Red for about $32.99 before tax. $32.99 before tax. Well, that's why I like the doors. $35, $34.99 plus tax, yeah. Um, but that's I not take Johnny Walker tax. Red over doers. But probably, yeah. But I but I I I'm a little partial to doers because I don't know, it's somewhere. Some, somewhere engraved in me here um or a well-mixed margarita um but what's a top tier if you're building a bar at home and you're gonna and you're gonna throw a bottle up there that you're only gonna drink on special occasions welcome back from your pee james uh um, what, what's your top tier for, for, for whiskeys you've got a couple of balconies that are very special a couple 12 and 15 year balconies you got the caribbean cast you got the other special casts that they do um, Glenlivet, Glenmorangie, they do fantastic stuff. Glenfiddich, 
those are all really, really nice bottles. And most of the time they're going to come in that really, really nice uh, carton cardboard. So it's a nice display piece too. Yeah. Glenfiddich so, 15 or Abelor cast strength. What do what, what um, I have last week, of, James? It was a Glenfiddich Glen uh, Glen 18, I think, right? Um, I've had the 18 before. I actually prefer the 15. Because of price? No. No. no, I've never tried them side by side, so I'm I'm just busting your balls there. I don't, I don't um, know. no, like take cost completely out of it. I think that Glenfiddich 15 is one of the best out there. Um, David, did you just pull out the one with the cognac in there? That's a fantastic bottle. Fantastic bottle. Yeah, cognac cast. I've had I've had a maybe oh. one too many of those bottles on the rocks. It's fantastic well this is a... this is a birthday present i was my birthday's in march so this is four months in i think i'm okay but the glenn livet kevin david there's also one now that i it's like a light blue turquoise bottle that has like a rum cask too oh that's no it's only like a orange bottle the the glenn livet um caribbean reserve is really yes. good that's what I'm talking about. It looks fantastic. I've been wanting. Yeah, I got one of those for New Year's. Um, would recommend. It's right. that good, huh? All right. So, yeah. what, so what? What are we stocking the top level bar with, David? Just one, one, one. You're going with well, the. I mean, something along these lines is always going to be good. Like the Balvenie, Balvenie Caribbean cast would be a top choice. Um, any of the Balvenie 12, 14, 15 years. James, what are we? What are we stocking your top level? Top level uh, Scotch bar with. For Scotch, it's gonna be Glenfiddich 15. Adam. Well, on my actual top shelf right now, I got Glenlivet 18, um, and I got uh, Lagavoon, Oban. Uh, what else do I got up there? Oh, Lefroy. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Lefroy or Oban. You know, I feel like that. Oban's an eighty-dollar bottle of Scotch. So we were having this conversation. Most single malt is going to be pushing top for the most part. I mean, we did single malt should single, be pushing top. We did yeah. find a bottle. James, what did you say about the $16 bottle of single malt that I got from Trader Joe's? What? Yeah, but the, this is we're playing by different rules here. Yeah, but what did you think about it? <laughs> well, it was good so from what I, I can like, remember of it. There's, exactly. It did the there's, there's a, cute, a few Glen Livets, a few McAllen's that I like. I have a big bottle of McAllen 12 is solid. I got I got a bottle of the McAllen. I got I got an eighteen. I got a uh, fourteen. I think it's fifteen. Is it a green bottle? We got a twelve. Ooh. And then uh, we uh, didn't even talk about Blue Label. Yeah, but Blue Labels are. I got a bottle of Blue Label, a great bottle. But uh, I would rather drink the Lagavulin or the Oban. Well, agree over that. But, it's uh, that but peaty, I'm, smoky. But I'm always I'm always going to have a Blue Label bottle, just to flex on that on the top on the top shelf. But it probably is. Uh, it's definitely not one of my favorite. I'd rather go with the McAllen or even the Lagavulin, which is way cheaper than <coughs> the the bottle of the McAllen. The red the red box is a two hundred dollar bottle. The it's uh, a big red box. Yeah, you know, right? a nice a nice cool. Lagavulin is is you know ninety five bucks. So, uh, and I love all right. It. What about bourbon? Um, Eagle Rare. Well, Eagle Rare is good. That's a good one. I've never heard of that. Eagle rare. I don't have any here. Um, and we're drinking a nice uh, Habiki. I, I like Habiki just because it's a cool. That's bottle. not bourbon. 
Well, that's it's a whiskey. whiskey. It's a straight. Yeah, it's a whiskey. Right, but there's bourbon and then there's other whiskeys. All right. Agreed. I mean, I I will say like I think a big go-to bourbon today, uh, and I would call it like mid-shelf would be Bullet. I think Bullet's definitely a good mid-shelf. Bullet's solid for sure. Yeah, I I, I have to admit like that's been one of the most impressive bourbons and rise as well. Uh, just well, I like board. I like the High West. I think that's Ooh, always yeah. a, that's always a and it's not it's super expensive. Great for uh, old fashions too. Yeah. I'm a big uh, bourbon old fashioned over the rye old fashioned. Um, what else? What else are we talking about in the spectrum here? And what would be uh, what would be your garbage? Well, well, uh, the one that's high turnover. You know, for me, for Scotch, that's a Doors, which I don't think is garbage. Red Label, Red Label. I think actually, See, you're shitting on David's Red Label then. Wow, well, it's not it's not low tier. Red Label red is label. serviceable. It's very medium. Not to me. <laughs> Um, I don't mean to shit on the, on the taste buds. It's just a red label is so unbearable for me to like, just like ingest. Like it, it actually burns even on the rocks for me. Like I, 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 I'll drink doers over red label any day of the week. See, I'll take red label over doers any day. Yeah. You got three to one against you on this one. Two to one. I no, I, I you said, do, you said earlier, red label better than doers. Yes. But for, but okay. For sorry. Reason, but for whatever reason, I'm I'm gonna hit that do- doers first. Yeah, I, but that's because like you just drink in volume. Well, that's, well yeah, that, but that's what uh, we're talking about when we're talking about a well. When we're talking about a well drink. You know, I go. You know, well, not lately, but I usually go through a handle of, of doers a week. Right, but again, like doers and Red Label are about the same price, and in my view, Red Label is considerably better. That's weird because I. I would think a black label is comparable to the doers. Black label is worse than red label. It is. It is. Yeah, and it's like fifty-five. It's I mean, it's twenty dollars more for a seven fifty. Yeah, no a more expensive bottle, not as palatable as the less expensive bottle. I'm just curious. Yeah, don't ask me to explain it, but red label tastes better. Mm, I love the the flavor of those carcinogens. <laughs> um. What On the know? bourbon side, though, yo, Evan Williams 100 proof is a really solid bottle for like 16 or 17 bucks. I don't necessarily know that I would be able to locate a 100 proof bottle of Evan Williams. We were talking about Evan Williams earlier. Evan Williams white label. White label? Yes. You make a white label to Evan Williams? Apparently. I just go over that cheap. Yes, it's the one that has the higher. Getting a white. I've never. I mean, I know white label uh, Hennessy. That's because that's because typically, Adam, when you go for the Evan Williams, we go for the big, cheap bottle of Evan Williams. So I imagine there. Well, you go. I imagine imagine Evan Williams exists on other shelves than the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) But that when I go for Evan Williams, it's bottom and it's it's a heavy handle. But same, same thing with me for Dewar. Very true. Evan Williams single barrel. Evan Williams single barrel is legit good. Yeah, that's actually top shelf. But I would yeah. get on the Evan Williams. James and I did a Jack Dan. James, you and I. What do, what do we? What do we uh, compare with our our sipping? Evan E Dub and Jack Daniels and E Dub one. And this was E Dub Black Label versus Standard Black Label Jack. But like so, Green Label Evan Williams is a little bit rough. White level, Evan Williams is really good. 
in single barrel Evan Williams is legit top shelf to echo Derv. I was hoping to get to the cars because, you know, the whole idea was we were going to talk about cars. But then well, so notes, the, the drinking and driving episode in my notes, <laughs> in my notes, I started I was thinking about different levels of cars. Right. Like you got Kia, Hyundai, Genesis, you got uh, Honda, uh, Acura, you got uh, Toyota, Lexus. Right. Like we got these levels of cars. But for whatever reason, this is Sip Talk. And we started talking about we, we started talking about uh, liquor first. So let's talk about tequila real quick. What's what's uh, what's your you know? I feel like there's not a lot of people anymore drinking. Uh, what's that? What's that go-to tequila? Everybody uses? Cuervo. Patron. Jose, oh, no, Patron. Pat, Pat, no, no, Jose Cuervo. Eighteen hundred. Yo, eighteen hundred añejo is good. Oh no! But, no, I think no. so. I think you got. I think you got Patron. You got Patron as like your your well, just about. And then you got yeah. you got your eighteen hundred. Uh, you get your Cuervo. That's kind of semi. Cuervo is worse than eighteen hundred or Patron. Uh, but then you got like your, by far. Uh, then you got your Eradora and uh, what's the other one we used to drink a lot of? Casamigos. No, but Casamigos is much higher. Casa Azul. Well, that's top shelf. No, Casa Azul, right? Casa Azul. Casa. Blue, blue, blue class. Milagro. But Milagro, Milagro, and I don't. That's I don't not know. cheap, though, right? No, it is. That's pretty cheap. We we uh we opened the bottle of Clase Azul the other night. That was a nice nice little bottle. But my head here. We got pipes in the so we are in the basement. We got pipes going on in the ceiling here. So in a haunted house. Over there. I, I like I like oh, Hennessy's authentic Mexican tequila. <laughs> Hennessy is authentic Mexican. Oh Hennessy's. It's a very Mexican name. <laughs> oh Shaughnessy's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Shaughnessy sounds Irish. No, it's Mexican. Uh, so Clase, the accent is silent. Clase Azul, uh, Lisa says, is nice. Uh, I think Clase Azul. What's the other one? Uh, four, uh, four, what is it? Fourteen ninety-two. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. What is it? Nineteen forty-two. What's the one? What? Fortnite brand vodka. What's that one that's expensive? It comes in a triangle black bottle. Brian got a uh, uh, Don, Don Julio. Don Julio, what, 1942? 1942, yeah. yeah. It was a good year for uh, World Wars. You mean 1492 or 1942? 1942. 1942. No, it's 1942. I don't know. It's, it's their most expensive bottle. It's a brown, like, triangular <laughs> bottle. Uh, I, I have that in my house. It's great, man. It's you great. I think it's trapezoidal. Trapezoidal? Trapezoidal. It's not a triangle. No. Well, a trapezoidal. It's a flat top, therefore it has four sides. It's trapezoid. You're right. You're right. It is more yeah. trapezoid. I agree. So it sounds like we're not getting into cars tonight. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, yeah. don't drink and drive, kids. What? Yeah, what, what, I agree. Don't drink too much and drive. So if you're building a bar and you want a well tequila, what's it going to be? Luna Azul. Luna Azul. Yeah, David. I'm going to defer to James on this. I'm not a huge tequila drinker. I, it's too expensive go. for something good. I don't like. I don't really enjoy tequila mixed drinks. It's just not my my favorite. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Eradora as my well because I don't want to give people too much crappy tequila. Although sometimes I refill. You seem drink. to be really missing the idea of what well means. Well, well but I'd, ra- I'd rather off. spend thirty dollars than nineteen dollars and have something that's not gonna make you miserable. Yeah, you've never run a bar. Sure, that's exactly right. But, I think that I would be the worst people. thing in the world. Because when I when I was working at a bar, our well tequila was like 
$7 a bottle. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, tequila. If yeah, you it was Juarez. Tequila, you want to die. I'm talking about your home yeah. bar. This was Juarez tequila. Oh, yeah. good. Have any of you ever done a, a shot name like of that. well tequila? Like if the bartender's like, oh, let me buy you a shot of tequila, and they like come from the well for a tequila shot, and you do that shot, I promise you, if you have a high tolerance, you still want to just completely throw up all over the bar. It's but, absolutely the worst. Yeah, it's probably Juarez. But usually yeah, when you awful. do a shot of tequila and the bartender's buy you, it's shaken. So it's really watered down already. Well, no, it's just... There was still a shot of tequila. Now you just got additional water in it. Yeah, which is why it's shaking. Thank so God, so you don't die. So it's crappy tequila, and then it's watered down because they shake it on ice, which to me is really yeah. Like, right. I mean, if you're looking at a true well tequila, you're not going to be dealing with 100 percent agave. You're going to have like 49 percent agave and like 51 percent grain liquor and like some grain alcohol, some fossil fuels in there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> some petroleum. Why not? So, so James, what do you think is like a high shelf, high shelf liquor for tequila? What is what's a high shelf brand then? Well, really, if you're going high shelf, you should be going with like some kind of premium mezcal. Well, we're not talking about mezcal yet. We're going to talk about mezcal in just a minute. Adam's a nice uh, mezcal fan, so am I. Well, you asked me, and it's just like if you go to real we're high separate, end we're separating tequila and mezcal because they deserve to be separated mm. see i don't know because for me there's not like a huge market difference between like a good mid-tier tequila and like the tequilas that are going for like 70 or 80 bucks a bottle there's just not a big difference there well okay let me ask you this so you get a shot of whiskey at the bar and they charge you eleven dollars, mm. and then you order a top shelf whiskey in a in a shot, and they charge you sixty dollars. Sixty six zero six zero. What's what's the what's the differentiation? So I can tell you, if you go to a bar in Manhattan and you order a shot of whiskey, they're going to charge you eleven dollars, twelve dollars. If you go to a bar in Manhattan and same bar, and you order a shot of Habiki. They're going to charge you forty or fifty dollars for that shot, right? So, and I think that's obnoxious because the bottle itself costs what seventy bucks or something. Almost more than that, I think. In some some places, it's almost a hundred bucks. But easily, easily, almost ninety to a hundred bucks. But why are they charging you fifty dollars a shot versus eleven dollars a shot? Because bars need to make money. Because you're the idiot paying it, right? Yes. If someone's pouring you a cocktail, you're paying for the service fee involved with also the alcohol. But why everybody's got to get paid. Why do assholes like me pay pay for that? Pay fifty dollars well, for a I shot. I call you an asshole. I have to also call myself and James and David also. The service fee is the man. same if you're pouring a shot from the well or if you're pouring a shot from the top of your bottle. But first of all, but first of all, I will go to a bar and buy a glass of scotch for forty or fifty dollars. Adam will go to a bar and him and I will both order four or five or six or eight glasses of, or 12. Well, maybe not 12 at, at $35 a, a glass of scotch. Yeah. I feel, I feel like James and David would say, I'm not going to do this. There's some cost benefit here. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to stick with a red label. I envy your, I envy that judgment. Might I well, it's you like, we're, we're all getting to the same place. <laughs> we're just gonna get there a hell of a lot quicker because we don't have to wait in line behind the bar. Also, 
we took the other $30 for your second drink and bought a fucking pizza. At this point, we've got to handle Johnny Walker Red, a pizza, and the pizza we're not standing in line. Yeah, and and we also can't see straight. Cover. I don't want to yeah. sober myself up by eating some food, though. It's killing my butt. That's why you have a fucking handle between two people. That's the right. idea. You guys are going out and spending $30 per drink. Your first round gets James and I a handle and a large pizza. That's our first round. Like well, here's the thing is, is one of us is trying to go out with a girl. The other one's trying to go out with their brother and trade him to pizza. Um, are, are you trying to go out with a girl when you're going out right now? When you spend this m- amount of money on drinks, are you trying to go out with a girl? Or are you going out with Adam? <laughs> Which is worse than me going out with my brother. Just for the record, I'm still in my basement in New Jersey. <laughs> With Adam, yeah, that's that's what's starting to scare me. I mean, I, I gotta get a car out of here, man. Rosh sure says, "What if the girl that you're going trying to go out with is a bartender?" I can answer this question because I've done it before. Uh, we may have different answers, but I'm curious on yours. Um, and the particular girl that I was going out with was a better bartender than me by a wide margin, and we ordered pretty low shelf stuff because you like the neither of us needed to impress the other one of them like and so what did she order and what did you order super basic stuff like beers and shots and like or shots on the rocks um and then we would talk about booze we would talk about all the crazy things that you could do with alcohol but it's why are we going to put the bartender through a whole bunch of rigmarole when really our our mission is to just get drunk on the cheap so if i was going out with the bartender i would have them order because obviously i am not a bartender nor a philosopher nor a referee nor a political scientist nor an accountant if i was going out with well if you were an accountant you probably wouldn't be ordering the kind of drinks that you do yeah well that's also really (laughs) no shit i've seen my i've seen my 35 (laughs) dollars i had eight (laughs) <laughs> we were only here for two, two hours. How was the bill? $435. We didn't even have an entree. Um, so if I was going out with a female bartender, um, actually, if I was going out with a male bartender, I would, I would just make them do all the ordering. And I would hope that they would bond enough with the bar staff at the current establishment that they would hook us the fuck up and, uh, and they, wouldn't, they wouldn't overcharge us on the drinks. But I would not do the ordering of the drinks. Because I am not an expert when it comes to drinking. So Lisa asked a great question here. If a girl asks you to order for her on a date, what would you order for her? Well, one, it depends on the girl. Two, it depends on Mm -hmm. the establishment. So if you were at a cocktail bar, and I've been at to like you know like some speakeasy type bars. You then you really have to look at. And when I say speakeasy type bars, like you're not ordering off menu, you're ordering on menu. And then you got to look at the menu and you got to be like, oh, this one says like butterflies and happiness. All right. That suits you. So you're going to order that one. Right. No, there's one answer here. And what's your answer? French 75. I don't even know what that is. And you've told me what it is. So if I don't know what it is and you've told me what it is, (laughs) it's not going to fly everywhere. (laughs) What is it, James? I'm sorry. There's a... (laughs) There's a comment in the question, so I mean, I don't know how this changes with the cocktail. Hello, the Shalom. Cocktail. Uh, the question is, what, what if that girl doesn't have legs? 
No, it so doesn't shave her legs, but also But that's but your 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 presupposition on, is actually more hilarious. On the French note, the comment was, "What if she doesn't shave her legs?" Because we're talking about French people. Yeah, but what if she comment. doesn't have legs? Well, Whoa. you you're gonna have to wheel her out. So you, you, <laughs> you, you don't want something too strong. All right. So, but oh, James, what is, what is you're a gonna have to anyways? <laughs> well, well, the problem is, like, does that count as a DWI before you get yeah. in your car? So James is a, James is the type of guy. James is the type of guy that likes to go on a date, and when they go to order food before, when the waiter comes over and says, "Hey guys, what would you like?" James likes to interject. She'll have the salad. <laughs> <laughs> And this is this is true, and this is discussed. Like and James James doesn't do it. James doesn't to, to do it to be a dick. He does it to, to to present the illusion that he is a dick, All right? Which he ultimately is. But he doesn't. He's not trying to give that away. He's just joking. So, um, um, so James, when when the waiter comes over and says, "What would you guys like?" James likes to speak loudly and quickly and say, "He should have the salad." It's like so. Questionable Family Guy episode over here. So when the bartender comes over and says, what would you guys like to drink? And James is like, I'm going to have an old fashioned. You should try a French 75. James, what's <laughs> and it, there's no there's no like tongue in cheek here. James is trying to order the lady a drink she's never heard of and impress her with a with a good drink. And I imagine there's some a bubbly element and maybe uh, some other grape influenced element. James, what's. Is, is there cognac in a French 75? What's a French 75? French 75 is gin and lemon juice shaken over rocks, strained into a glass of some sort, usually martini or a champagne flute, and then topped with champagne with a, with a lemon peel. I generally like adding a little bit of triple sec to it. So gin, lemon juice, triple sec, shake that up, strain it up, and then top it with champagne. All right, my friends. So you go out. So all right, hombres. You go out to uh to a to a date, and the lady orders a dirty martini. What are your thoughts? Nothing. <clears throat> she handles her liquor really well, or she's looking to get laid. Yeah, I think it's really futile to impact impart any motivations or deeper meaning in a drink order than. That's just what they like to drink. Yep. All right. So I don't think I'm a badass because I drink scotch straight. That All right, David. Cool. You go out. You go on a first date. You're at a cocktail bar. You're with a girl, and she orders a whiskey sour. What are your thoughts? Great. I don't have to buy two bottles of liquor. She can drink whiskey too. That's what I think. I think, hey, that's cool. But I don't think anything about her personality in terms of. It doesn't say anything about her as a person. All right. So here's, I think, here's, I think, the variable that we're not accounting for, Adam. Um, <laughs> so are you, are you two coming out? You're out with a guy oh, and he orders Adam, a whiskey sour. What do you I, think? Adam and I have been on hundreds of dates right? and we judge the shit out of each other. I, if, <laughs> I mean, I, hold on. Do you, wait, hold like, on, just, hold on. Let's wait, repeat wait, wait, that wait, wait, sentence wait. for a second. I, I just, yeah, I just want to attest. I've gone out with a girl when she ordered a whiskey sour and I was just like, oh, so you can't handle your like. Well, and she looked at me. Really like, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me just finish this. All she said Please. back to me was, 
You're right. I can't. One drink for me, and I'm, I I I am completely hammered. Oh fuck. We're gonna. We may drive the screen here. We're at the fifty. But I just heard Adam and I have been out on hundreds of dates. Yes, I've also cracked. I've also. Adam's probably home <laughs> many, many a time. Cracked what? <laughs> um on this note though we're hitting the we're hitting the the marker for the end of the podcast which is which we could have had a lot more depth on this podcast my bad it's, it's poor leadership sure you two will get there tonight yep a poor poor leadership on my yeah part. just pour yourself a whiskey sour adam and i haven't finished a single drink <laughs> oh adam finished his beer i haven't even finished my beer but um but either way then the, the next episode is going to be about cars guys because we obviously really fucked up on the uh factor that we couldn't get past alcohol not to judge us that we're alcoholics it's really like we really like our drinks um keep that in mind all right so to those of you who like mozzarella sticks whiskey, i love lisa i don't mean to shit on the whiskey sour um but when you go out the date, you get the chicken tenders and the whiskey sours. You need to know there are better entree menu items out there. There are better drink menu items out there. Lisa, you got to take a page out of the the Boswell book, and uh, you got to order some uh, some exciting cocktails. They don't even have to be difficult to learn, difficult to make cocktails, but there's some good cocktails you'll like if you're a whiskey sour. French seventy five is super easy. The, the French seventy five, if the bartender knows what that is. They could just Google it and probably make it. But uh, but there's some good drinks out there. So uh, hang tight, everybody. We're going to hit that car episode. We're going to hit the the Kia Hyundai Genesis levels up. That's what we're going to hit next time. Maybe we'll have a, a sub a subtopic on that. Thank you, James, for joining. David, Ab, and I. Uh, David, thank you for joining. Adam and I. Thank you, Adam, for joining. Right. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Oh wow! And okay. uh, so and that's how it's gonna be, guys. Yeah. Ad, uh, Adam and I are gonna have a few more cocktails. Speculate, we may. Uh... Oh, Adam! <laughs> look, I'll, spe- I'll speculate. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! My mother's been listening to this podcast. I am. I'm. Ooh, a- that's a way to go now. <laughs> I am ruined as a human being right now. This is horrible. Okay, I'm well, so, Adam's uh, mom, we're like we're sorry that you had to find out this way. So- <laughs> That was rough. So thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining. We will see you next time. Thank you, Rosh Kaleb, for many of the comments. Rosh is feeding us your comments. And for those of you who are not watching us live, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you rate us. Five for those stars. of you who are not watching us live, we're sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, 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 they did not make it to this point. I don't know why you're so all, of, all of the people that are nobody, not listening right now, when you do listen, just remember, minutes. it's 11.36 p.m. And right now, not many people are listening. They're sleeping or going out on dates and drinking whiskey sours. But we appreciate you listening to us during your workout. On that note, thank you for joining us. Catch you guys next time. Adios. Thank you, Raj. Uh, buenas noches. Linda, see you guys uh, next time. Hi, Christina. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> All right, you made it through. We were a little drunk, a little incoherent, uh, but that's that. So uh, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it. <laughs>